We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Jack Ramsey's post game show. I'm Danny Morang, joined as always by Brandon Sprague and bleepity bleepity bleep bleep bleep. Uh, speaking of bleepity bleep, breaking news: Jason Quick stopped Jody Allen as she was leaving the arena and oh. asked her if she had an update on the investigation in the little shade. Let me read quote for quote from Jason. As she was leaving the arena flanked by her security detail, I asked Trailblazers chair Jody Allen about the investigation in the little shade, which is now a month old. I don't have any comment right now, she said without stopping. Um, oh, okay. Uh, I'll say this quick. This is not quick. This is just me. I'm diving in here. I really don't care. I'm not a journalist. I know she's probably at a legal standpoint where she can't say anything, but it feels like that's the kind of answer you give when you know that he's coming back, but they just got their ass kicked by 31. So it's the worst possible night to say anything. I would think maybe, maybe leave the floor a little early on that one. You know, I would think, how about just not show up to the games anymore? Can we stop the charade that you give a shit? You're going to get on a PJ. You're going to fly back to Seattle tonight. Um, you know, you'll find your cabana boy tomorrow morning, and then you'll get back to your own personal life. <laughs> wow. You're right. They're not cabana boys. They're usually ex-military that she likes. That's more her type. Ooh. That one cut a little deep. Well, it only cuts deep because it's true. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, wow. We're getting post-game comments in right away. Uh, Chauncey Bills for the first four or five shots. We didn't shoot one good shot. I call those shooting turnovers. Um, remind me again, who got the first four or five shots tonight? Uh, was his name Christian? No. That, no, no, they started oh, the game. Oh, Yusuf Nurkic. Yeah, yeah no, they sorry. started the game with <laughs> Big Nurk. Remember that way? I said, let me go ahead and call out this matchup tonight because I don't think anybody really sees this one coming. Jakob Pertl versus Yusuf Nurkic. Nurk got his ass whooped. Yeah, this is becoming like a running clo- theme. Like it wasn't close. Well, can we can we just admit the can we can we say the thing that we need to say out front that uh, God bless the Thunder for losing by seventy three. Yeah, because otherwise... now <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The on the story. Yeah, yeah. lays on the story as far as how bad they were. Um, there was there was two things that needed to not happen tonight. You needed to give a shit. That didn't happen, and you needed to not let the Spurs, who were the worst three point shooting team in the league. Like, do relatively well. They, they ended up almost 40% on 14 makes. They hit 11 of them in the first half. Mm. This game, they could have been OKC tonight. Well, 
Uh, yeah, they weren't that far away. I mean, 73-31, okay. But, I mean, still. they, they could have lost by 50. If the Spurs if they, continued shooting, yes. which is a big yeah. ask, they could have lost by 50 tonight. I mean, you play the Warriors this way. Oh, you play any good team this way. You were getting cool. I mean, they got cooked. Uh, so the first half was hard to watch. The second half was even harder. Uh, even though they kind of made it, I think they got to, uh, what, 10 or 11 or whatever it was. Here's the thing, though. We have talked about how this team, it's a little bit of fool's goal. Like, we think it's they're this, oh, you know, they're just waiting to connect it, and they've got this home record. But we've also pointed out who they've beaten, when they've beaten them, who's on the court. Tonight was reminiscent to me of Chicago. You had an awful, atrocious first half. The difference was San Antonio was up by more, and you couldn't come back from that deficit. Yes. Chicago was up 23 the way they probably should have been when they played. Blazers aren't beating Chicago. No. So it's it's like there's there's a little bit of tell in this team. And I know they're, they're banged up right now, but there's a little bit of a tell in this team where <clears throat> I think if everybody's being honest, they're just not good. Like they're just not a very good team. They're meh. And, and we know it, but tonight was – you shouldn't be getting waxed by 31 by the Spurs, man. Like not on your home court. Uh, I've seen a lot of this lately, and I, at least for me, I, I think you and I are kind of in the same boat. This is not a like a, a full full tank situation. It's a massive shift situation. But as long as you have Damian Lillard, you're not packing it up entirely. You're not sending everyone out. Not unless you're just to the point where it's so dark for you that you have sympathy for Lillard and you want him to go win a championship. I, I don't care. I'm, I'm never going to be like that. As long as he's under contract and he's here and he doesn't want to be forced out, no. then. No, 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 no. This, it's not to that point. But the other changes, I mean, if you care, they have to happen. But we don't know if they care. Um, yeah. We'll get news on it, but screw it. It sounds like ants in a boot, so. Oh, that's great. Cool. That's effing fantastic. <laughs> just, you're kidding me. I wanted to like write you a poem for the post game. I saw it happen. I was like, oh, cool. The the one thing that I wanted to watch tonight is Yep. Cooked. Yeah. Cool. I saw I saw that too and I was like, oh my God. My my podcast partner's gonna die. <laughs> he's he's crying a little bit inside right now. Well, it's like, you know, this is his opportunity, like unfettered. Nobody's gonna like, well, CJ's gonna take shots from him, but you know. <laughs> I know what you mean, though. It's um, yeah. I I, I think it might have been Sean that that said, uh, you know, the unfortunate part about this is Nas and Ant are out. Like you can't even get excited like, about yeah. the young guys. You you can't even look at the kids right now, and it's just uh, for everybody there. Appreciate you. Um, we do appreciate you tonight. You have no reason to be here. Yeah, right no, now. seriously. And that's the thing is like one of the guys at your station Suk, shout out Suk, who yeah. um mentioned this the other day after you and I were were talking about this this is this is apathy and this is the shittiest thing to talk about it is like i would rather be i would rather be the detroit, detroit pistons right now than what this is like if you're going to be stuck on it stuck in it for a whole season cuz you know you're going to suck with the Do you think they're going to be in this though the whole season? If they don't make, if they don't trade CJ and Nurk, yes, yes, I think Covington's probably in that group too. Yeah. If they don't trade those guys, the vibes suck, and everybody knows it. Oh, it's it's a team. There was a couple cutaways on route tonight where 
you know, God bless Casey and, and Lamar. Like they Who, do a great they job. They did a great tonight, job but, tonight. They like, were selling, baby. You know, and I, I like I'm not going to pretend to be best friends with Lamar Hurd, but like Lamar is a basketball player. He is a basketball mind. He's always caring about. Mm-hmm. He had to have been sitting there in his mind thinking what we're thinking. Like, dear God, I, I can't. I'm here calling this. This is what this team is. Um, but they had a lot of cutaway shots where the Spurs would get a bucket in the first half or the second half, and you would see the bench. And the bench was just sitting like just lifeless, this lifeless. They didn't care. Like, I don't know. And, and look, we can get into wherever you want to take this, but I'll just like, I just saw a quote now, Chauncey Billups quote. I want us to compete harder. Like, bro, cool. That's, that's not, I, I do too. I'm not a damn NBA coach. Like you gotta. That's not something this. you tell 10 year NBA vets. No. That doesn't happen. I want us to be more competitive in every game. I don't feel like we do that, and it concerns me. Like, and I felt that way in a lot of our wins. Oh, he said it. Ding, 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 ding. This is not just after loss, me saying that. Ladies and gentlemen, downer Danny has arrived. Chipper Chauncey's disappeared. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Bummer Billups. There it is. Bummer Billups. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. It took him less than 25 games to be like, fuck y'all. <laughs> if you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Sorry. What's the quickest of a five-year contract the guy's been asked to be let out of his contract? It's not even like, like, again... At least he's sitting there like, what? what is going on, y'all? Like, I thought I was coming in, taking over a team, offensive firepower, guys that could do some things, came uh-huh. in and took care of it. You know what happened? He trusted Neil. That was his biggest mistake. Yikes! Your boy from the Clippers days. By the way, how long ago was that? Like, that dude, he was probably already an egomaniac in L.A. It reached another level with the amount of power that he has been given here in Portland. Like, you... You signed on to work with a psychopath. So, like, there's a part of me that doesn't really feel bad at all. He is a first-time coach. I still can't believe he got that job to begin with. But I mean, we you, knew it was in February. You, but I mean, yeah, it was. It, this was gift wrapped by his boy. But <laughs> like, don't don't come. Like, this is a thing. I like Chauncey Billups. I don't really have a ton of problems. I do think it's fair to wonder if he is a good coach. I'm not seeing a whole lot. So. With that being said, you asked for this, bro. Like, this was your seven of Dame CJ. They've been bounced in the playoffs. Like, God. I don't know why he's surprised by this stuff. I mean, that's that's outwardly vicious. That is a damning quote. That is, that is, it's not me, it's you. Or it's not, it's not, it's, it's me, it's you. It is, no, no, dog, it's you. No, it's all you guys. It's all you. Don't blame me for this. Don't blame me for this shit. Just Don't because me. your shitty game stumbled into some wins against some whack-ass opponents or on a game three and four nights at home. No, no. Don't come with me with that. Like I said, they have had three, maybe four games this year. Maybe four games where you're like, if you took a league average opponent and just like ran a simulation where they'd come out more than 50% of the time. I, I I don't I don't even know where they go from here. It's not even game twenty five. Yeah, but like I'm I started playing the schedule game a little bit. Uh, it's sprained right ankle according to Jay Allen. Remember where you were going with this? Like um like three days yes, ago. A hundred percent. I'm I'm an idiot. Uh, no, 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 Jay not, Allen, not just that, but just like just yeah, no, Ant says it's sprained. Or yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> God, that's such a bad quote. Like, it's real, but it's like... I mean, that oh. is a damning quote. Like, I just want us to compete harder. First of all, and I've said this before, I said this about Terry, and I'll say it about Chauncey. It is not a coach's job to get players to compete. You are a professional. Mm-hmm. You should have that in you. Uh, what is it that Richmond always says? Um, but I think the sign of a good coach is something along the lines of how hard guys play for a coach. Yeah. Which for eight and a half years under Terry was pretty, pretty, pretty hard. Yeah. And I think if you would say the same thing about, you know, Lloyd Pierce or Nate McMillan, 
that, that that kind of thing. Fine. If you want, yeah. if you want to go with that stuff, that's that's cool. But Chauncey's supposed to be the accountability guy. Well, come on, that that, that was such a gimmicky well, thing. I, I know, but that's where I'm like, you can't have it both ways. No. So no, what? No. I, I want to know what the, what the the talking point is right now because we've already used the well. You just got to shake Stotts' old habits. Well, the new system is going to take some time to install. Well, it, it's just well, it's a really tough schedule. It's the uh, it's the field goal post. They're just always being constantly oh, yeah. moved. Instead of just saying the thing supporting the field goal is bad. It's it's the guy being investigated that clearly thought this this was the best idea for roster construction with. A top 75 player, all NBA point guard? This? Come on, man. Like, I think that's what bothers me so much about him is the attitude towards guys like uh, in the media, like guys like us. Like, if we go to a press conference, you ask a question, a fair question, by the way. Any market that cares about sports asks some of these questions, and he comes at you with this brash, egocentric, laden, like, attitude. And it's like, you you may know a lot more than me, but come on, man. Yeah. Like this has been obvious and there's some weird thing about you that won't make that move. And you know what? When he comes back, have fun. You have fun sitting courtside with Jody or you have fun watching this in the back in your office throwing because you're shit too angry. At, at a table because you're too angry. Yeah, you have fun with this. Oh, man. Man, 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 man. Let me ask you, what is, what is Chauncey, outside of talking to the media, like, what do you say to your team right now? How do you, you lost Ant, you I mean, don't have Dame. I mean, I've heard, like, behind the scenes, like, what Chauncey says here is not what he says behind closed doors. And not to say that he's not, like, matching it up. He's ratcheting it up behind scenes, but he's just not a yeller. But they don't care. They clearly don't care about and that's, that. And that's what I, what I was always trying to say. You're not going to change the behaviors and the patterns and the thoughts of guys who have been in the league for 10 years. That's not happening. You might, you might tweak a thing here or there. You pick one or two things like, ah, oh, what if we do just a little bit different, a little bit better. We'll go about this a little bit differently. That's the thing. Gabe Lauderdale says he's losing the locker room. I don't think he ever had it, but I, I don't think anybody was going, I don't think Popovich was going to come in there and have it. I don't, I don't think Spo was going to come in there and well, Spo might just be a little bit younger, but well, here's the thing. If Spo was here, Spo would have had a move made. That was also the other part of that. Spo which, was not coming unless a move was going to be made. Which is why it didn't happen. Okay. Um, you're probably <laughs> right, but that in itself is 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 an indictment of the team. You know, like not the maybe team. A, ownership. Well, we don't have an owner. <sighs> you ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. 
With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So are there really no substantive updates on this old state situation? Quick's got nothing, no rumblings. Guys, there's always rumblings. But I mean, everybody's rumblings things, are kind of the same. There's just nothing yeah. concrete, you know? We, we, and, and some of the rumbling stuff we can't talk about. It's, it's not fair to people. Even people, no. I, even people I don't like. Without having something outside of a couple things. I don't know. Eduardo says D'Antoni would have made things happen. Well, they would have completely probably abandoned the defensive side of the ball if he didn't bring in, like, Bedzelic or something like that. But the offense would have been fun. If you weren't changing the roster, this was my point. Like, when we got to the finalists and it was Becky, Chauncey, and Mike. Mike. Yeah. Look, this is not – NBA against, made sense. I, that's who I wanted. Yeah. That's who I – that's who I, that's what position I took. I'm like, you're not going to be a good defensive team no matter who you bring in. You might as well embrace the offense and say, we're, we're going to play the first to 135 every night. We'll see who gets there. I don't want to get down this path too much, but I, I feel like i got to drive this home because some people don't – and this is going to sound like I'm being a jerk to your Steve, but it's not where I'm going for – when you preach accountability but do nothing to back it up, then yes, it's a coaching issue. You, When you look at the NBA, I'm not going to tell you how to fan, but you need to understand how the NBA actually works. And I'm not saying that's like, oh, I know. I've been around it. I Talk to players, guys. It's, it's not hard. You cannot, you cannot go in there and bench C.J. McCollum. You cannot go in there and bench Damian Lillard. It's borderline being able to bench Yusuf Nurkic. We've seen how that's gone in the past. This whole, like, that's why I keep saying, like, accountability comes from kind of growing with a team. This team was never going to grow any further. They, well, they've already point. blossomed. It's that, a that's, flower that's, that blossoms. Yes, it's and then now dying. it's dying off. That's yes, exactly it. Yeah. And so Terry was there when, when it was a young little seedling. Mm-hmm. And they watered it and they groomed it and they did all the right things. Maybe it fell off the little stick, you know, it's supposed to grow it up straight, but they got it back on there. And that, I think they took it to where the highest it could have gone. Western Conference Finals. Things had to go right for them to, for that to happen. But they got there. Mm-hmm. That's an achievement. It's an accomplishment. It, it, like it, They were better than most teams that year. But that was it. And realistically, they should have torn it down in 2017 for being... For keeping it a buck when they got housed by the Pelicans, that should have been CJ's out day. Yep, that should have been reset. Yep. Nurk and CJ, by the way, because remember Nurk got destroyed in that series by AD. Yeah, yeah. Mino was the one who came out looking good. <laughs> he shot like forty percent <laughs> from three in that series. <sighs> Carlos says Anthony hurt his ankle. Yeah, it's a sprained ankle, guys. So. Yeah. It's it is what it is. It's yeah. It's I don't know. I was just disappointed. Like I I thought. Well, I don't know how much I thought it because I know that this team's not that good. But um, <laughs> I mean they don't. I, I come on. Like uh, I'm not trying to pretend here. I want to be honest. I don't. I, I I haven't thought this team was very good all year. We have talked about it on the pod. They don't look like a team that wants to play with one another or play for each other. That in itself, just there is huge in this league. You got to give a damn about one another. And I don't feel like they have, or they do. And they don't hate each other. No, no, no. They don't hate. It's just like ambivalence. um, It's like roommates in college that have lived together for three years. You have one more year. And it's like, well, we've lived together for three. Can I try something a little different? Yeah. But 
my thinking in tonight was, and I took San Antonio plus the five and I took the under, bada boom, bada bing. I just thought that you, if you lost, you lost close. If you won, you barely won. I 31 at home? Jakob Pertl single-handedly <laughs> destroying Yusuf? Let, let, let's give Jakob, speaking of flowers, let's give Jakob Pertl his flowers. Dougie McBuckets had a six-minute run. Nobody could guard Doug McDermott. So here's the Spurs starters line by line. This is, gonna, this is gonna be insane. Doug McDermott, 16 points, four rebounds, three assists, shot seven of 13, two of six from three. Kelton I think Johnson. He had 14 in the first, by the way. Yeah, 14 no, in the 16 in the yeah. first half. And that was the thing. It was like you just saw these. Remember what I told you? Snake bite, snake bite, snake bite. <laughs> you even text me, and I'm like, God damn it, he was so right. <laughs> it's not one snake, though. It was like seven tell, snakes. Tell me that video wasn't perfect for that, though. Oh God! Exactly. He nipped me. He nipped me. He nipped. He's nipping. Because <laughs> that was the Spurs tonight. They just kept nipping. I was like, "You got to be!" Oh my God! Like, <laughs> it was just dumb. Like Kellen Johnson. If I told you Kellen Johnson had fourteen and seven tonight, would you believe it? Did you yes. realize it? No. <clears throat> that was like the line for everybody tonight. Jakob Pertle, 14 and 9, four blocks. And I swear to God, every one of his blocks felt like he was sending somebody shit into the stratosphere. Yeah, it really did. Oh, it God. It really did. Uh, Derek White, 12, 7, and 5. Uh, Deontay Murray, 15, 7, and 13. He got whatever he wanted. And you know what I love about this tonight? Anthony Simons didn't really play. Damian Lillard didn't really play. And that point of attack still sucked. It's all Dame. It's all Dame. No, they're both not good, guys. The playmaking, the creating, none of it was there. So, yeah. That, that's that starting unit for the Spurs. Pretty darn good. Uh, Derek White was a plus three. All the other starters were plus 20 or better with Keldon Johnson as a plus 30. For the Portland Trailblazers tonight, CJ McCollum, 7 of 18, 16, 4 and 2, a minus 28. And by God, did you feel it. Yeah, you, you really could. I mean, it was... It was just clank, clank, clank. You just didn't... It it didn't feel good, man. It didn't feel good. And that the disappointing thing with that is it's not surprising, and yet he's that's the number two. It was tough. All right, let's get into some of your guys' headlines tonight. Andy Quanch, Christmas comes early for Spurs as Blazers gift them 17 turnovers. Also, the Spurs' third road win and plenty of open threes. That's a smorgasbord, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, <sighs> this this is just more of a thought than anything from uh, at PNW Sports Five Hundred Three. This game changes nothing, just like winning it would have. Fully healthy and optimized, we're not good enough. Time for a change. Yeah, uh, Logan Euchre. Here's a headline: Ugly. You haven't seen ugly until you've seen this Blazers defense. Right. <laughs> uh, at OSPM, the best way to handle this is simply not watch. Hey, but serious question though. I was thinking about this. Say, I I think we've gone past that point i don't think the fan base cares anymore mm-hmm. if i'm being honest with you i didn't see pictures i saw one dark image and it looked like there was not a soul sitting in the 300 section i could be wrong on that i don't think people were there tonight well but you, it felt like the 300 section was a little darker than normal because i don't think there were more than 100 people in the 300 level when they got the score to 15 and i felt the roar I, my first thought was is that piped in would you be shocked? Yes, because they don't do that. I, well, 
Desperate times, right? I uh, It did cross my mind. And you know why? Because the Spurs pipe in more than any team in the league. Oh, yeah, them for and sure. OKC, it's the, the amount sure. of fake noise they pumped in the arena is gross. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At Zach Backpacks, I, I laughed when I read this. Uh, this is a great headline. Kelgen Blevins three-pointer, not enough to help Blazers edge Spurs. <laughs> Can I tell you a, a really stupid moment? So they were going to lose this game no matter what, but there mm-hmm. was a moment where Portland was kind of in the midst of their mini comeback. And you know what happened? Dennis Smith Jr. ruined it. He got an and one. And he decided to tell Bryn Forbes to get the fuck off him. And yep. Bryn Forbes decided to score the next 17 points. <laughs> Bryn Forbes. I, I mean, saw that, that was, too. You noticed that? Like, yeah, he, he gave him the one. shoulder and he walked away. And, uh-huh. He get the F off me. And then Bryn Forbes was like, okay. And then Bryn Forbes like legitimately he scored the next 10 to 12 points. I was just like, oh, my God. Way to wake up, Bryn Forbes. Uh, Mark Coker says 300 was empty, but it did get loud for a second. So we do have some. Some folks okay. that were there tonight, but thank you for letting us know. Definitely wouldn't there. Uh, Felix in Portland at Felix Radio Blazers. Blazers lose by to the Spurs by thirty-one. Mm. Wayne Hughes everything the water. Blazers fans get a jelly of the month club instead of a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. I like that. You know what I want? I want Neil O'Shea. I want him right here <laughs> in my living room with a big old ball. <laughs> I want to look him in the eye. I want to tell him, you should have traded CJ four years ago. You should have traded Nurk last year. I am 100% going to end up making that video and then not posting it. You should just, yeah, Photoshop his face onto the boss's body. Oh, no. I. Yeah, that's probably going to happen tonight. (laughs) These are just, oh, man. At Mighty Joe, we are not the OKC Thunder. So there's that. It's just, you know. That's, that's what I said. At least we're not the OKC Thunder. It's a lot of dark, 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 dark headlines here. That I'm not even going to read. It's good, but we're going to stay away from that for just a split second. But well, I'm just, I, I don't know even know what to do in these post-game shows. Like, So when, when we had Outsiders, there were shitty nights. And we did not look forward to doing those post game shows. Like it's just no, not. Nobody it's, wants it's, to do It's not fun. Shit. Yeah. Like, but when you've got an hour long post game show and you have sponsors paying, guess what you got to do, Brandon? Yeah. You got to fake it till you make Suck it, it, baby. Up, Buttercup. <laughs> and it's just like, like we always like we were like, well, if, what if we didn't have to like cater to sponsors and what what if we just like, did something different? And I, I look at it now and I'm like, ah, it still would have sucked. <laughs> still, was, the suck factor is still and, and it's it's been piling up. Game after game after game after game. And I think that's the problem. It's like, even the good games, even the good games, I'm going to use air quotes here, haven't been good. Like, the Suns game, I get I get why everybody likes it and everything, because they won by so many, but it wasn't really a good game. It was the Suns looking really bad. I think the same thing with the Grizzlies. Yeah, when, they, when they've won some of their – like, the Chicago game is probably their best game because you came back yeah. from such a big deficit. But, like, yeah, to your point, during this this run, uh, how many great, you know, Dame against Golden State going 52 and just the energy in that building that night. I was hammered. I was going nuts. Like, or, or when you play some of the better teams and it's a back and forth and you come out victorious, like, you don't – have it with this team i 
you know, I don't know if I've said this. I, I don't know if I've ever had. Well, as of late, I don't think I've ever had a season like this where I'm not people aren't texting me about this team. Like, and I'm talking about people in my life that are blazer fans. Hey, what do you think about this? Hey, what do you think about this? Or, yeah. Hey, I can't believe, how do you do this? How did you lose? Or, Hey man, how about that team? Huh? What about them? How legit? I don't have anything. It's, it's dark. And I'm wondering like how bad roots ratings are right now. I'm wondering how bad radio play-by-play ratings are like not to call out anybody. I just, I think the fan base is in a collective F this team, man. Like, yeah. I don't even know what the team I'd say is. Which version of the Blazers would you go to to compare this one to? Like, are we going to 05? It's it's been a while for this city, man. But this is this is bad. Like, this is again. This is even apathy. This is almost a hate. They people almost hate this team. No, because that would be showing like actual love and emotion right now. I'm not feeling like love and emotion, even a negative one. It's more of a, like, this is, what is this, man? Like, I don't, I don't know. Well, that's how I feel about people I don't like. <laughs> okay, okay, that's fair. Yeah. Who are these? I don't I don't care. I started thinking about this, but, like, there's been some, like, bad times. There's been Yusuf Nurkic's injury. There's LaMarcus Aldridge leaving. Um, blown 2016, 2017, you know, uh, getting swept in the Western Conference Finals. But, like, even when peaks and valleys, even, like, just when things went bad, there was always something there. Outside of, honestly, honestly, outside of Aunt Nas, Nance, Greg Brown, I don't get a lot of joy out of this team. Greg, you mentioned Greg Brown. I mean, we're lucky if we get to see him play. Well, the way they're playing recently. <laughs> yeah, because they suck. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. It's just... Do you get to a point? It, is there something here with this team where, as bad as it looks, as sideways as it is, can it get worse? Like with this team right now? Yeah, it can always get worse. What would make it worse? Because I've struggled to kind of figure that out. Because I think like an actual like fist fight in the locker room would actually make things better. How can it get worse? Uh, it could get worse. It, unfortunately, the darkest version is certain players saying, "I want out." Okay, that's worse. I mean, I look. I, I'm not. I'm not saying that's happening. I I'm holding him to his word. But like, you think this dude's watching this team and thinking, "Oh, I'm gonna come back and we're gonna be great." He knows what this team is. He's one of the biggest competitors in this league. Third eye, and he, baby. Third and he eye. also, by the way, how many people are in his year? You really want to? You want to? This is what you want your legacy to be? I'm telling you that third eye. Because if Neil ain't getting fired. Shiny. Neil is going to be back next year and the year after that until that contract is over. I just, and your owner doesn't give a damn because she just wants everybody to buy tickets and give her money. So it's just like, I don't know. It can always get worse is my point. Always get worse. It can. I'm obviously using a little, little bit of hyperbole there as I am want to do, but I just, this team is supposed to be a good team, but it hasn't been a good team. Like it really hasn't. They've been a subpar team that has lucked into a few things. And that's a little frustrating. <sighs> you, I, I derailed you earlier. You said that we've got the game, they've got some games coming up. When mm-hmm. you look at this team, after after what's how they've kind of played really the last three games, even though they beat Detroit, they play basically any other team with that effort and the way they played. They'd probably lose that game like they did tonight. 
Yes, and Detroit was ice cold in that game. They were awful. Don't get I mean, it they twisted. couldn't buy like, a bucket. They were sideways. With all of that, with all of that, what do you think is going to happen for the next two weeks while Dame's out? Okay, so if if, if we think that's going to happen, right? We don't know. Dame might really only miss four games and then come back because he sees the schedule like everybody else and goes, "Oh, damn, we can't afford this." But if that happens, so basically, Dame is back after the fifteenth. Are you beating Boston? No. Do you think you're beating the Clippers? No. At Golden State? Hell no. Minnesota? I had that game as a coin toss before. Okay. So. I don't have faith in them. I think they're I don't, a young but swagger I'm, team. I'm, 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 I'll I'm. take Portland in that instance. Okay. Phoenix? Hell no. Memphis? Hell no. Okay. And then that's when maybe Dame comes back. But even then, Charlotte? At they'll, Memphis. They'll beat they'll beat Mem- or Hornets at home. I I don't know if they will. They'll beat the Hornets at home. They they're they're re- they're like Portland on the road. Let's let's make a beer bet on that one. Okay. I think that'd be a fair one. Yeah. And then you get New Orleans, thank God, and then oh, it's Brooklyn coming to town, Dallas coming and to town, Utah. Utah coming to town. Remember how I said I don't know think how- anybody really realizes how tough the schedule is this month. It was like, oh, they got a bunch of home games. It's easier. It's like, yeah, no, but these are the teams that are actually good. And then the season, like, and then you're at the Lakers, LeBron's back. AD's going to play. Like I just on New Year's Eve, Atlanta at home, like Miami, Miami, Cleveland. I mean, Cleveland might have everybody back by then. Danny, we're looking at like, if we're playing this game based on what we've seen from this team, I don't know if they're 500, man. We might be looking at a sub-500 team. That schedule's not great. It's just not. And I don't even know what Dame's going to be when he comes back. I don't know. I know what's gonna, what, what you're going to be if I don't get you out of here, though. So it's 10 o'clock. It's past your bedtime. Ladies and gentlemen, Portland Trailblazers do play again. But not until Saturday. Uh, it is actually a 7 o'clock tip-off. I thought it was going to be an early one, but it's not. So whatever. Uh, I get to have my MRI tomorrow on my hips. That, That's good news. I mean, yeah, it'll be more fun than this game. Womp, 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 womp. That sound for 25 minutes will be more entertaining than this game. I uh, I put $20 on the Cowboys to cover a six-and-a-half-point spread, and they easily did that. Yeah, they were not good, the Saints. Well, Taysom Hill sucks. So, Listen, great money if you can find it. I mean, yeah, good for him. 32-year-old guy acting like he's going to be a franchise quarterback. You'd love to see it. Uh, do you want to go at five on Saturday? Uh, TBD. All right. There you go, folks. TBD. Live planning. There you go. We'll figure it out as we go. We'll go 5, 5.30, maybe 6. It'll be in that range. <sighs> Wish we had some more fun tonight, guys. Really do. Just I actually really enjoyed like... a lot of the tweets. Mine or theirs? Everybody's. Okay. I was thinking theirs were better. Theirs were good tonight. There's something about uh, suffering together that. Oh, that's what that's what this is. That's like it was like. Why do you do like more than like five minutes for a post game games like this? I'm like <laughs> because the suffering helps. Shared it, it, it like psychologically it does. There's a whole bunch of studies out there. Um, Scott, I had somebody just tweeted. Scott said, "If you were a Blazer, would you enter the transfer portal?" <laughs> Where's Lincoln Riley when you need him? By the way, he just uh... showed up with another five star. Nah, now you can't outdo Oregon. Nah, definitely not. Oregon owns SoCal, man. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, speaking of owning, when the Portland Trailblazers take on the Boston Celtics, and Jason Tatum has owned this team since he was a rookie. So yes, that should yes. be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Tune in. We'll go at 5, 5.30 or 6. We'll figure it out. Uh, find us on social media at Danny Morang, at Jack Ramsey's, at Brandon Sprague. Like, rate, review, subscribe. Get us wherever you get podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on YouTube. Help us grow the channel. If you made it this far in, you are 36 minutes, well, 33 minutes after I edit out the intro the, before we get going. But you get it. You're 30 plus minutes in and you're still commiserating over the Portland Trail Blazers. But if you haven't clicked that subscribe button, do it. So the next time the Blazers lose woefully and you don't want to be alone, you can do it with us. You can have it at the ready. Thank you all so, so, so very much. This is my NPR voice. Do you like this, Brandon? I do like that. It's, uh, you know, it's unfortunate the Blazers fell tonight to the San Antonio Spurs. So uh, thank you for having me. And I rather enjoyed this conversation. Well, I'm glad you could partake as well. Well, on that note, we'll get out of here. You all have a wonderful night. Take care. Bye-bye. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com